This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I was feeling bad. Yeah. And now I'm feeling We're recording good. a day late because you were feeling a bad. A day late and a dang dollar short. Tim, right? this, this show is hundreds of dollars short. <laughs> Maybe even... We've been running in the red for years. <laughs> I wish we were only a dollar short. Yeah, the creditors are uh, been on our ass yeah. for nigh on a decade. But uh, but look, we're professionals. You're here to the listener. Nothing's nothing's changed. Right. The episode's still going. They're listening, saying, "I got this episode at the same time as usual." I set I I set my watch every week to when this show comes out. Tom, I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> I don't think you and I have ever <laughs> discussed, discussed what time, the, what show time the show is supposed yeah. to go out. I put it out at seven p.m. Eastern time on Sundays. Oh, really? Yeah. What time do you put it Generally out? Generally around four thirty. Okay. Well. <laughs> So there you go. Depending on whose week it is, and we should you, take a look at the know. analytics. Oh, to tell us what you know, who's what drop works better? What drop? Time? Oh yeah, Tom, I I doubt it. Really, if we want to get out of all this debt. We're gonna <laughs> have to start digging into the numbers. <laughs> yeah, I here. guess that's true. We should start looking at these numbers. Uh, for one, I have no idea how many people listen to this show. No, so. I didn't even know that's a thing that you could know. No, I thought it was like. Uh, you know the old the old days where you'd send out uh, a signal and you'd have to rely on uh, Mr. Nielsen to tell you how many people were were tuning in. What's the radio on Arbitron? Yeah, where you would have to carry around a box and it would just listen like to you all the I time. I got one where when I was a kid they sent five dollars in a little book, okay. in a little diary, uh-huh. and you uh, you had to fill out. You know every song you heard? No, just every station you listened to, and when, and for how long. Okay. Um, and my parents tried to explain to me how that's not worth five dollars, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, um, to to like, and it was just like I, you know, I was I was probably like eight. Yeah. So every time like we we, we would go into the the car, mm-hmm. you know, I'd be like, oh wait wait wait, I forgot my Arbitron <laughs> book. So I had to like run back inside and diligently. Don't turn the radio on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this will screw up the whole experiment. I can't hear anything until I've got my book with me. And then it would just be like, on the two minute drive to school, I listened to Z one hundred. Yeah. Well, the joke's on your parents because now uh, we're all being tracked all the time and not getting paid a single cent for exactly. it. So. Five bucks right about now. That'd be uh, pretty nice. Was it a one-time payment or was it going to be like a uh, weekly or monthly or something? I think they were, I think they mailed it out. I don't, they couldn't have just mailed out five dollar bills. I mean, right? you can. It's not a great idea, but you but can like, do it. I, I feel like there was no communication before this envelope showed up at my, at my family's house that right. was like, congratulations, you've been chosen. Yeah. To to you know to be a part of the like they framed it like it was a it was like not work for that uh-huh. they were asking us to do <laughs> right and it's like it seems like if you sent out like a thousand of those a week or whatever uh-huh. how many of those little books are you gonna get back I and know. that's five uh, grand down the toilet yeah well I do you, do you remember was it a five dollar bill they put in there. That's my recollection <laughs> right. of it. Who knows? And I don't know I was, if it came later. Yeah. Maybe it was dependent on me returning. And maybe 
my parents floated that for me or yeah, something. Maybe. maybe that's where the five dollar hey, maybe came. maybe they were offering to pay you uh, you know uh, like five grand a week and your parents uh, were, they were just... uh, skimming off the top like uh, Macaulay Culkin's parents. Wow, yeah, it could have been one of those situations. Sammy, you have no idea. Macaulay Culkin's parents. Or his dad, at least. It was right? mostly his dad. A I villain. Believe. He's yeah, a villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, Macaulay Culkin seems pretty uh, well off now. Yeah, now. But I think he had like a horrible childhood and oh, had yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah. of but legal he... fights to get that money oh, back. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's what Look, it was. I'm not, I'm not looking to minimize Macaulay <laughs> was... Culkin's struggle here. It wasn't like, uh, in the end, his dad and him both wound up rich. Yeah. I think it was after... Uh, Years of uh, legal battles. Macaulay Culkin finally got his money back. You think he got a piece of the Jackson estate? From Michael? Michael? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. It sounds like they weren't super close uh, at the end there. Yeah. I think Michael mostly just left everything to his family. Yeah. But... uh, And that chimp, right? uh, I don't think he left anything to Bubbles. (laughs) No. Um, I remember hearing about there being a oh i was gonna talk about how i remember hearing about that they would send you a box and would listen to every so if you were in the store it would hear what you were doing is that true i don't know if that's true i haven't i haven't looked into this stuff but i was gonna say uh when you were a kid and you would get uh uh did you have grandparents that didn't live local yes when you would get yes thanks for asking (laughs) when you would get birthday cards and stuff like that would they send you a check or cash in there? They'd send me a check. See, I had one group that would send checks and the other that they were just like, you know, rolling the dice every time. Like, yeah. we're going to send them cash, which I guess ultimately it's like eh, 20 bucks gets uh, stolen out of the mail. We'll send them another yeah. 20 bucks. But as a kid, when it was like, oh, I got cash in my hand right now. I don't have to wait to... uh Go to the bank. Agreed. Uh-huh. Um, and I had one pair of grandparents, local, and one not local. Okay. So maybe the split. Because I would have gotten, ca- I got cash in the birthday card that was personally delivered. Right. But I don't know they, if they'd they trust, trust those. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, but the, the local grandparents. Yeah. Um, uh, my grandfather, mm-hmm. was uh, he worked for the post office um, when he was working. Oh, wow. So he so definitely... Know. Well, he'd actually, be like, "Oh, I know, yeah, the, the stew down at the uh, <laughs> at the processing." He steals yeah. all the money out of the birthday cards. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, do you think? Uh, do you think that would make him more or less inclined? Would he be less inclined to send cash because he knows how everything works, or would he be like, they see the return address oh, on yeah. this, they wouldn't dare? <laughs> he struck fear into their hearts. Yeah. Um, I liked getting a check, though. It mm-hmm. made me feel like a real grown-up. A, a real big shot going yeah. into the bank. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I got paperwork to do now. <laughs> um, yeah, we would have to like bring it to school. Remember we had uh, a, a Chase Kids Banking? Yeah. You know what? Do <laughs> you think that account's out there somewhere? I do think. Like, I don't think with, I ever got with, that uh, money out of that account. Tens of thousands of dollars. Maybe not it? tens of thousands of dollars, but all of my grandparents' birthday money yeah, there. It might be a few hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah, you should uh, go to that website with the with the lost money. I like going to that or website Or just go to Chase, Chase Bank and be like, I demand. I had an account Chase here Bank. when I was a seven-year-old boy, and I demand uh, a withdrawal. Go into the bank. When's the last time you've gone into the bank? 
Uh, it's been a while. It's difficult to do anything at the bank. Yeah. Anytime I used to have to go there. Uh, we used to get, uh, speaking of our, our business running in the red, we used to get foreign checks oh, yeah. a lot. And I would have to go uh, to the bank to cash those because you can just like use the app. And uh, boy, it was like rolling the dice every time <laughs> who you would get and if they had any idea how to do something like that. Yeah, it's really weird. Like sometimes I'll go to the bank because mm-hmm. I'll need to go to the bank uh, and they'll be like, oh, no, you had to call this phone number. It's yeah. like, but you're here in the flesh. We're talking <laughs> and I have like my documents with yeah. me. And they're just like, oh, yeah, OK, then go to the website then. It's like, then what are you doing here? Sitting behind that nice telling, uh, telling thick you. glass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've got a cushy job behind a <laughs> six-inch bulletproof glass. Uh, Tim, you think uh, a lot of uh, Marvel fans downloaded this episode, excited to hear about Thor, and they're like, it's just too boring men talking about going to the bank <laughs> talking about how when they go to the bank the bank can't do anything yeah complaining about the bank tellers yeah i don't know maybe there's some norse mythology fans that, who are uh, like oh yeah. th- th- this does actually yeah. uh, uh equate to my life i do i have trouble at the bank as well and nobody wants to hear about my north norse mythology when i want to talk about it uh but before we get to that tim did is Street sweeping, just like an out and out scam. Street sweeping. We're changing, <laughs> changing topics here. Yeah. Break we'll get to page. the Thor stuff in a minute. So you're talking about the the trucks, the yeah. street sweepers, the big ones that go uh-huh. swish, swash, swoosh yeah. in the little blue truck book. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they, they come around, and mm-hmm. in New York City, you have to move your car once a week. Now twice a week. Now twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can uh, sweep the street with this thing. And yeah. your contention, your question, <laughs> uh-huh. is do those trucks actually do anything? Yeah. Um, probably very little. Because I was, I was. Where does my... it? Where does it go? Well, that's the it's thing. Like, it's like sweeping things. There's no dustpan on the trucks, <laughs> is there? That's what I'm saying, Tim. I was watching it yesterday. I was sitting in my car for an hour and a half, so I wouldn't get a ticket. And I'm watching this. I actually like went to get gas, and uh, so I was like, oh, I'll be out of the way. And like literally, as I like pulled back into my spot, the street sweeper came. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, you're not going to be able to sweep this part mm-hmm. of the street. But I'm watching it. All it's doing is creating like a big dust cloud. Yeah, it's like pig pens it. rolling through, yeah. and then he uh, walks away. And it's like, okay, so the dust do they have vacuum suction in there? there? Yeah. Speaking I mean, of going to the bank, right? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> the pneumatic tubes. Never mind. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was trying to tie this all together. I, I thought you thought there was a place you could sell dirt for a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, these street sweepers are laughing all the way to the bank. Um, I don't know if there's... It would make sense that there's some kind of vacuum system, but then at the same time, it's like, wouldn't that have to be gigantic? There's so much yeah. dust. And like, it's just like throwing... It's uh, like kicking rocks around and stuff yeah. too yeah i mean i as with any mm-hmm. you know big city service or anything in new york city <laughs> yeah there it's it's a way to shake down right people to give tickets to people that don't move their cars exactly. and to make people move their cars right um which i don't think like people complain about that tom mm-hmm. we're both car owners we're yeah. bad people being mm-hmm. car owners in new york i think people are like oh i can't believe i have to move my car once a week could you imagine 
if there was no rules where you could just leave a car in a parking <laughs> spot for free indefinitely. Yeah, Do you know how many like abandoned cars would be there? Yeah. Yeah, there's already so many abandoned cars. <laughs> yeah. Uh Tim, I refuse to accept that I'm a bad person. I use my car almost exclusively to drive orphans to their new homes. <laughs> So, is that a thing? Yeah. So why don't the why don't people you, who from uh, their new homes just come pick them up? It's always a surprise. Oh, <laughs> you're surprising the parents? I'm surprising the new parents every time. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you would think they'd want to prepare to have a child coming to live with them. Well, Tim, I mean, you just so had they a child. Fill out the Were paperwork you able to and then prepare? Can... No. Yeah, just but... one day you had a kid. One day the stork showed up and you had a kid. Yeah, I know. It's just like me. I'm I'm the stork for the, for these parents and uh yeah, a lot of times they're very surprised, but uh no backsies. They got once the kids dropped off, I'm out of there. You peel out. I peel out. Uh, see you later, suckers. And uh, most of the time I get the right house. Sometimes it's the wrong house. I have to go back, pick the kid up, take him back to the orphanage. <laughs> you don't do, you don't find the, the right house? <laughs> well, sometimes it's like, well, look, this is what it said uh, on, paperwork got on the piece up. of paper. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. This family didn't want a kid. Sorry. Back to the orphanage. Tim, this week uh, we're talking about Thor. Thor. I was hoping we were going to be doing this yesterday because uh, uh, yesterday was Thor's day, Thursday. Oh, we can just say that. Is Thursday named after Thor? It is, yeah. Yeah, we usually record on Thursday. I had a tummy ache, so now we're recording (laughs) on Friday. Yeah. Mere hours before I'm due to see the new Thor motion picture. We always seem to do this. Uh, Mm -hmm. We'll do an episode yeah. About uh, tied to a new movie <laughs> that neither, that neither of us has seen. seen. But yeah. by the time this comes out, millions of people will have seen it. So yes. they'll be like, oh, let's catch up on the discourse. I'd love to see. I'd love to hear the, the nuts yeah. and bolts. Mm-hmm. And then it's just us either speculating or talking about going to the <laughs> bank or something. <laughs> and there's And on the same side, there are millions of other people who are like, you know, I haven't seen the movie yet. Let me not listen to this episode yeah. so I don't spoil it. So no matter which side you fall on, you're you're bound to be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I we need to get press passes. That's what it is. Or not press passes. We need to get press invites. I think we just need to be bolder. How so? Just show up at the theater, demand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> with a with a hat that's with says the, press. yeah, yeah. As long as you have the little the little card in yeah. your in your fedora, and I'll uh, and I'll uh, have my pocket constitution open to the First Amendment, protecting free speech exactly. and freedom of the press and yeah. everything. Um, I think that's all it takes. I don't even think you'll have to like uh, get argumentative. I think yeah. you'll be like, oh, nice hats, fellas. Let me uh, escort <laughs> you to come the... right in. Of yeah. course, we've been waiting for the press to show yeah. up to this screening. Uh, but that would be ideal because then we would be able to talk about it uh, ahead of time, but release it when uh, when the actual like movies come out. Well, that's why things work that way. All right. Well, everybody, everybody on Marvel's publicity team who's listening, enough is enough. Get us on this list. We want to see these. I, I mean, wouldn't want to have to really watch these movies though. <laughs> Tim doesn't want to have to like sign paperwork that says he won't talk about the movie ahead of time or whatever. I mean, it's fine. I'm oh, yeah, I forgot. You actually, you like paperwork. That's why you like getting <laughs> I checks. I like paperwork and I don't like talking about Marvel <laughs> movies. So, um, 
you know, that seems like a perfect deal. That seems like just the paperwork I'd like to be uh, embroiled in. Uh, Tim, I'm I'm going like I said, going to see this in a in uh, mere hours. This is the first Marvel movie in a while that I've uh, like tried to kind of steer clear of the spoilers too much about. Yeah, spoilers and stuff because I did that. I mean. I think Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was a bad movie, no matter how you look at it. It's a darn shame. Uh, I like Sam Raimi. Yeah, it had cool parts in it, and I it had. Could, like, I didn't. I didn't make it through that movie, Tom. Oh, you started watching. I've been it? trying to watch it. I've, it's yeah. been three installments, and each time I'm just like, I just want this scene to end. Yeah, and then the scene doesn't end. Yeah, there's. So I turn it off. It, it's uh, there's. Some I'll good, end it myself. I say there's some good uh, Sam Raimi stuff towards the end of it. If yeah, you can, if you can make it to the end of it, like mm-hmm. it's not until the third act that uh, some stuff starts happening. I'm like, oh, here we go. This is Sam yeah. Raimi. Here's like some undead uh, creatures and whatnot, but uh, and like weird humor. Oh, I want more like uh, Kevin Costner and for love of the game, Sam Raimi. Oh, I don't, th- I don't think I've seen. Uh, yeah, nobody's seen it. It's a yeah. uh, you know, it's a movie about a uh, a major league pitcher and his love life. Oh, 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 Mr. Baseball. Yeah, no, I've seen Mr. Baseball. I wish it was Mr. Baseball, Tom. <laughs> With Tom Selleck. <laughs> yeah, Tom Selleck. <laughs> um, man, that what a con. Remember how that movie was very controversial when it came out? I just remember I rented it like three consecutive weeks from the video store, um, <laughs> and I don't remember a thing about it. What was it like? Racist against Japanese folk? I think there was some of that, but. Uh, I remember it being so the movie was Tom Selleck played like kind of a not washed up, but I guess like past his prime baseball player. Yeah. Who then goes to play baseball in Japan and mm-hmm. is Mr. Baseball. Like yeah. he's a big uh, baseball player. But there. It's also like a fish out of water situation. Yeah. Um, and I think that was like right as at least Americans found out that baseball was big in Japan. Right. Like, I don't think we really knew. I think it was like somewhat recently big, like maybe in the 70s it started. And this was like the early 90s. I want to say that movie was 93. Yeah, something like that. But I remember there being a controversy because Mr. 92, Mr. 92. Baseball himself uh, like sleeps with a woman, a Japanese woman. And uh, that was very controversial in Japan because it was like a woman he had, you know, just met or whatever. Mm. And they were like, ah, this makes Japanese women look uh, look easy. Right. And they were upset about that. But I think, you know, Americans watch this movie and were like, oh, that's what happens in every movie. <laughs> and also it's Tom Selleck. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think there was like a, a graphic sex scene or anything. It was just. Uh, yeah. It was tasteful. Yeah. I mean, it, say nothing else. Mr. Baseball is a very tasteful movie. I don't know what the tagline was. What? He's the biggest thing to hit Japan since... Godzilla? Godzilla. Nice. Yeah. I wonder if they had to license the name Godzilla for that or if it's uh, fair use. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Tim, we're not talking about uh, Mr. Baseball. We're talking about Thor, the new movie, Thor, Love and Thunder. No, we're not even really talking about the movie. We're talking about the character. We're talking about the Norse god. The horse god, uh, Thor. <laughs> what? So, okay, this is what I never understood. Okay. So you got in the Marvel uh, coterie. Fin- finally, I'll be able to use that uh, North Norse mythology degree that I got in uh, 
college. I wouldn't be surprised if you had that and forgot everything. No, that would be so much more useful than <laughs> what I actually graduated with. So you got this, uh, mm-hmm. the Avengers. Yeah. And you've got Iron Man. Yeah. And then you've got the... Uh, the Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Captain America. Uh-huh. These are all what I understand to be comic book heroes yeah, from yesterday. Original creations. Right. And then it's just like, oh, and Thor, which is this guy that I heard about, like, uh, you know, in Jeopardy clues and stuff, not about comic books. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I still don't understand about, like, Norse gods and Greek gods and Roman mm-hmm. gods. I, tr- I Whenever I read about that stuff, this is why I could never go on Jeopardy. My eyes just glaze like it's yeah. uh it's the worst. It's so boring, and it's just like, did they actually believe this stuff, or were these just stories? And yeah, well, just- and hasn't uh Jeopardy conditioned you to believe like that you have like a huge gap in your education because of how many questions there are about Greek and Roman and Norse mythology? Yeah, exactly, and it's just like oh, the, there's equivalent ones in Greek and Roman, yeah. and they're different guys, and it's like. And so many people on Jeopardy answer the questions like, "Of course, everybody knows." Yeah, uh, it's like, Greek was this a, a fertility is? Yeah, was this like uh, in third grade, uh, <laughs> like uh, a, a unit that my class missed or something? Mm. Mm. Uh, well, I can tell you this: this is what I know about the Norse. Oh yeah, go- so oh, okay. mm-hmm. yeah, so these were gods yeah people believed that these were gods or were these just stories they believed they were gods a long time ago like it's one of those uh, apparently uh the thor goes back to the seventh century uh the germanic peoples right uh which is like you know like european scandinavian uh they they believed in thor as the god of thunder right uh to the point where they believe thunder was the sound of his chariot uh not his hammer no because if you think about it, like a hammer is not going to make any noise in the sky right if you've got like a rickety old chariot being right. pulled by two goats yeah. Uh, goats yeah flying through the sky then it's gonna it's gonna make some noise now whether that's gonna sound like thunder Come on, I don't know about that. I mean, a very big chariot, though. Was he, like, giant, do we think? Or did they think? Yeah, I don't know. He wasn't, like, the size of a regular guy. He was like, this is a guy like me. Yeah, again, it's unclear uh, Mm. how big they thought he actually Mm. was. I bet it's not unclear, but we don't know. (laughs) No, because it's one of those things, like, a lot of... Because, I I mean, again, I'm sure we're going to get a letter from somebody telling us we're idiots, but uh, (laughs) that happens every week. (laughs) If you're going to do that, at least include a $5 bill in it. Yeah, that way we'll open it. (laughs) Um, And a little booklet for us to fill out every time we have stupid thoughts. (laughs) That's too much work. That is really not worth it. Yeah, that would be a lot of work. But uh, um, from what I understand, a lot of this is because these stories and tales, I mean, I guess it's the same of any kind of religion. Where watch it, <laughs> me and you were both raised Catholic, right? But if you look into uh, like a Dan Brown book and you read up about oh, yeah. 
the Catholic Church, it's like, no, at a certain point, the Catholic Church was like, all right, everybody's got to get their story straight about <laughs> Jesus. So here it is. He wasn't born in the summer anymore. He's born on December 25th. Wait, you're, wait all right? now you're using Dan Brown as... No, I'm, I mean, I'm using it as like a joke reference. Oh, okay, sorry. But I'm, but I'm saying sorry like... Sorry that I had to, to make you clarify that a joke you made was a joke. <laughs> well, it's a joke, but it's also like I can't think of... Uh, yeah. I haven't read any... I mean, I haven't read a Dan Brown book, but I haven't read any like serious books. But I know that... Were, were those books condemned by the catholic church i think so Did they yeah i think they released were mad a, about them. a press release that said dan brown more like damned brown because he's yeah, gonna be damned to then, hell for all eternity for these this these blasphemous things he said i don't know if they've got uh like people writing press releases that are that uh clever with uh their it's cool, pretty, i mean their as cool. clever as i tom yeah unlikely <laughs> in vatican city they're like uh i don't know if this would uh, translate but how <laughs> would you say uh, damn the brown <laughs> this is a good one it's... um but the catholic church basically you know took all these different ideas and all these different stories and we're like, we're rewriting the Bible. There's going to be a King James Bible. That's going to be the official one right. now. Forget what you heard. This is the story. And I don't think that necessarily happened with Norse mythology. Right. So there's a lot Did of... Do you think everybody just lost interest and they're like, this is too much to keep track of? <laughs> no, I think it was kind of like a game of telephone. Right. You know, especially it spread to different countries and, you know, somebody was like, oh, I heard Thor, you know, has a big hammer. And somebody's like, no, 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 I heard it's like a regular size hammer. <laughs> it's like a, you know, one that uh, I got in my yeah, toolbox. It's, no, it's like a regular hammer. It's like a ball peen. <laughs> yeah. And they said, well, we'll agree to disagree. Right. But there are some um, uh, overarching ideas. Of, you know, there there's still like prevalent characteristics of right. this character. But it does make me wonder if like in 2000 years, there's going to be some equivalent of a Marvel MCU movie. And right when all the characters seem like they've been beaten, there's like a huge explosion and Jesus Christ right? teleports in. Exactly. And Jesus will <laughs> and be he's like this wielding huge a cross. Hunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's his weapon. He's got like a, the cosmic cross. I mean, the cross is kind of like his kryptonite though, right? It's the one thing that... Yeah, but it, the one thing... <laughs> <laughs> There's only one thing that could defeat Jesus, <laughs> crucifying him. Otherwise, he was impenetrable. Yeah. He got shot so, so many, many times. times. Yeah, the bullshit just bounced uh, right off. Conscious pilot was just like, bang, 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 this yeah, guy. He had a Tommy <laughs> Goes gun. right through him. <laughs> um, and then he, he picked up a glass of water and said, how about a little wine? And threw it and uh, stained his uh, yeah. tunic. And boy, was he mad. But uh, yeah, it does make you think like, uh, you know, at one point, all these characters were taken extremely seriously. Right. Uh, you know, and now revered as it, gods. Now made into a joke by the Walt Disney Corporation. Yeah. So who knows no what, respect for anybody. what the Walt Disney Company will be up to 2000 years from now. Are, is the Catholic Church upset with the scene in... <laughs> Um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, where Doctor Strange turns water into wine, a la Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, there is a scene where that happens. Yeah, he does it at a wedding. Yeah, 
I mean, it's a pretty it, Jesus did at a wedding too, right? Yeah, yeah. What are they trying to say here? I don't we know. We should be worshiping Benedict Cumberbatch instead of Jesus Christ. And also, when Doctor Strange does it at the wedding, it's like, buddy, there's wine. Like, we're not at all. Jesus yeah. did because they ran out of wine, or they didn't have any wine in the first place. I think something yeah, the, like that. That lady came up, his uh, ex girlfriend or whatever. It's uh-huh. her wedding. Yeah. Which is oh, this, I thought you were talking about Jesus. <laughs> no, no, no. This is <laughs> I was a, like, this, I think Jesus. Had this is the Doctor Strange movie. Uh huh. And this is this took me out of it. Okay. She's the bride. Yeah. She comes up to the bar and says, "Like glass of red." At what wedding is the bride going up to the bar and getting her own dang drinks? I I don't know. I mean, that whole wedding seemed like a strange. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. But that whole wedding, I'm wondering, like, are people? How come everybody's not looking at, like, oh, there's a guy here who's an actual fucking wizard, well, and he helps save the world. Well, but know. like, everybody's like, nah, I mean, leave I think him that's, be. I think that's the problem with these movies. I think this will contribute mm-hmm. to the Marvel fatigue. Yeah, where it's like they're bringing they have in like to figure out kind of what. Yeah, they're bringing in new superheroes now. It's like all these contracts are lapsing yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just like, all right, they're gonna introduce a new person, but like what the citizens of earth have seen like yeah. nobody's going to be impressed with like another one right uh, yeah i mean i guess there is like a weird but i mean we're imp- they're new celebrities all the time and we're impressed by them tim you're telling me you're not impressed by the new celebrities i don't understand the new celebrities <laughs> Tom. so you think maybe there are people in the uh, mcu universe or mcu mc universe <laughs> That are just like, I don't understand these new I heroes. think so. I think there's they're a just... new Captain America. What What happened to the old Captain America? Is he back in the ice? I don't understand. Yeah. And then it's, it's. I don't think they even go that far. I think they're just like, ah, it's too much. As long as there's <laughs> a Captain America, I guess I'm okay with that. Yeah. And and I'll tell you another thing. I, I'm uh, moving out of New York City. Every few years, this place gets... <laughs> fucking annihilated yeah. by some aliens from space or monsters from another dimension. Just not worth it anymore. I'm moving to the country. This episode is sponsored by Indochino. Guess what? What? Before a wedding, the anticipation is palpable, Tom. We both attended a wedding last weekend. We did. You were wearing an Indochino suit, Tim. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, everyone involved in a wedding, mm-hmm. be it guest to uh, the bride or groom themselves, uh, starts planning way ahead, right? Right. Especially when it comes to what they wear. Of course. So whether you're going to be a groom in a wedding party or a lucky guest like us, Tom, lucky ducks, mm-hmm. everyone wants to look their best for a wedding. Tom, with a custom-fitted suit from Indochino, you'll look great like me, feel confident like me, and enjoy the big day without fussing over your clothes. Choose every detail on a suit like I did, shirt, <laughs> dinner jacket, and more at affordable prices that may surprise you for fully custom pieces i should look into getting a dinner jacket i've been eating all my dinners jacketless this I whole know. time we've all been <laughs> I, I must kissing look like a, cav- yeah, right. a caveman uh tom mm-hmm. uh I, I loved the suit that i got it uh it was completely customized to me when it you came look great in it. it thank you um i don't need external validation but <laughs> uh, i appreciate it nonetheless 
Um, and when I got it to my my home, they it, like it just it fit. It was the best fitting uh, suit I've ever had. Yeah. Every suit is made to your exact measurements, and you can customize every detail. Create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. With options for fabrics, lapel shape, custom monograms, statement linings, and more. The best part: Indochino's suits start from just four twenty nine, and shirts from seventy nine dollars. Indochino also offers completely custom fitted shirts, casual wear, and more. Get a wardrobe personalized to your style and taste without spending a fortune. They're always adding new pieces and options, so you can stay on trend and in style, like me, Tom. Explore their relaxed yet refined approach to spring suits with their new spring pastels. Ooh. Mm. That's something uh, I gotta take a look at. If you got a big day coming up, getting the perfect look is no big deal with Indochino. Get $50 off any purchase of $399 or more by using the promo code guide at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $399 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com. Promo code guide. Tim, you asked about Thor, and I didn't tell you about Thor, and like what's the same and what's different with the Marvel version. So the differences are um, in in, uh, Norse mythology, Thor is a redhead. And he's uh, got a big red beard as well. Really? Now, the the Marvel Thor has had a beard now for a few movies, too. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. So he's had a beard. So uh, it's kind of just like a difference in hair color at this point. Is there anybody mm-hmm. who's still like, uh, you know, the Catholic Church is all about like <laughs> Jesus, right? <laughs> Are there any uh, I Norse didn't expect guys? you to bring the Catholic Church into this uh, <laughs> episode about Thor so much. Uh, are there any uh, people who are like, no, I still worship the Norse gods. Yeah, and I'm this sure is- there are. This Blasphemous? is offensive to me, yeah. Um, probably. I'm I'm sure like in somewhere in Scandinavia there's like Chris ooh. Hemsworth can't step foot in some like village no, in Norway I mean, or something. Maybe, maybe some but I'm sure there are like little protests of like this isn't Thor, right. this is Thor. But I don't know. Like at this point people might That happened with the Australians um when Crocodile Dundee came out and they were comparing what was a knife and what wasn't a knife. <laughs> uh, so the Crocodile Dundee fans were like, now, come on, that's a knife. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, we recognize both, both of these. Knives. Yeah, come it's on. fine. We're not like that. This is uh, hurtful to our entire country. I'm sure there are, I was going to say, I'm sure there are some people that feel that way, but I imagine also by this point, there's probably a decent amount of people, uh, probably like Norse mythology enthusiasts that are like, oh, more people are into this now. Right. That's kind of cool. Like uh, people at least know the the names, more names in common. It's not just nerds on Jeopardy that know it anymore. Right. Actually, Jeopardy contestants are cool now, Tom, but um, Uh, point taken. I've seen they're the new glitterati. That's a hundred percent not true. The, the, there are people on Jeopardy now that have confidence, uh, but that's different than. Uh, are you being telling cool. me that Matt Amodio is not the new Brad Pitt? I don't know who that is, Tim. That might as well be you know one of the new Marvel characters, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so uh, Thor, Thor's got red hair. 
Uh, I told you he's got goats that uh, that Polish chariot. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's in the new movie. They like incorporated that. He's got two goats in it. Nice. Um, but one cool thing about these goats, Tim, is that if he gets really hungry, he can eat the goats, and then uh, he can bring them back to life the next day. Ooh, yeah. So that's pretty. Yeah, I like mean, a- if you're gonna make somebody, just like let them. Uh- make food appear out of thin air or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean... If I had to design, like, a god or a messiah or something, I'd mm-hmm. just make him, like... I'd cut out all the bullshit. <laughs> You'd be you able you to don't need water to get to, to wine. You mm-hmm. just get a glass of wine if you want yeah. it. I mean, is that didn't Jesus see that with fish? Like it was there was an empty barrel and then he filled it with fish. I think he needed to start with one fish. Yeah, and then he was able to. Multiply he had to replicate it. it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, Tim. You need some kind of rules to the powers, yeah, otherwise you're you're too op. And then uh, well, that's the thing when you're the when you're a god. Mm-hmm. When you're like a uh, uh, creator, yeah, uh, like God, as yeah. we know him, Tom, uh-huh. uh huh, made the universe out of nothing. Yeah, he was well, just like I, light. They I weren't think... like, oh, he needed to charge up his batteries before he said, <laughs> "Let there be light." But I think that's why Christianity leans so far into Jesus stuff because people are like, okay, so God's just like this big guy, but we can't see him, but he's everywhere and he can do anything. Yeah, we need a guy that you can take down with a cross once in a while. Yeah, we need a guy you can grab a beer with. And even better, if he can make that beer out of uh, water. Yeah. Just just sitting next to you. So yeah, the the goats, we talked about uh, Thor... He's got the hammer in, right. in the books. In the mythology, it's called Mjolnir in, in the comics. Mjolnir? Mjolnir. Yeah. It's like M-J-O-L-I-N-R, I think. Yeah. Um, but he's also got a magic belt called Mingingoro? Mingingoro? This is the god, not this the superhero? Oh, okay. Not really. There's like a throwaway joke in a Marvel movie about Thor having a magic belt. but Like, like a in utility the- belt, do they they call it that no there's like a joke where uh uh i think it's actually john favreau in like a spider-man movies like uh going over like a list of things they're moving out of avengers tower and he can't pronounce it and he's like thor's magic belt um but uh a difference the way only a befuddled favreau can do it Uh, I'm not sure if this is in the comics. If it is, it's not a big part. But uh, another difference is that in the mythology, he's also got uh, iron gauntlets, like iron gloves that he wears. Wow. And that's what allow him to uh, get get Mjolnir to like come back to him uh, and to like uh, it's in kinda, the movies he just raises his hand yeah and he can just ha- summon it yeah. from anywhere in the universe I guess yeah. and it, it will just come back to him um, but that it seems like in the mythology he also needs those gloves just kind of handle it because it's like such a heavy hammer mm. but uh, but yeah so it's like not a huge difference but uh, but one of the different because I was kind of looking at it from a like, so you know these uh, asylum movies, asylum studios, the mockbusters. Oh yeah, where they do like knockoffs of uh, like cheap versions, cheap knockoffs of like whatever the new uh, hot movie is going right. to be. 
So, of course, this is right up their alley because Thor is a character in the public domain. Right. Um, so they have a new movie out, a new Thor movie out, too. And I like watched the trailer because I was curious. Uh, and I was, again, kind of curious. I'm always curious with these things of like what falls in public domain and what doesn't. Right. Uh, because like U.S. copyright stuff is so weird that way. I was just reading about uh, this comic related that uh, so there's a long way of, around it, but the the new Superman TV show had apparently a thing called Miracle Monday, like a, a holiday featured in the show. Okay. And I read this article where they were uh, speculating. They're like, ooh, that might have just been like a very costly mistake they made. Why is that? Tom? Because apparently there's a Superman novel called Miracle Monday that establishes this idea of a holiday. Right. However, the author was able to negotiate the rights of that book. So he owns the copyright of that book. Now he doesn't own the characters, but he owns everything else that happened in that book and DC doesn't. So they might have gotten in trouble with that. The reason why he doesn't, why he was able to negotiate uh, that deal where he kept all the rights was this was a movie tie-in with Superman 2. He had done a movie tie-in novel with Superman 1 that did very well. And the reason why they did movie tie-in novels instead of novelizations was because Mario Puzo of the Godfather mm. fame bought the novelization rights to the Superman movies and then didn't do anything with what? them. What? Yeah. So, of course, the studios, they were very excited. Like, oh, my God, Mario yeah, Puzo Mario wants to Puzo. write the novelizations? Great. And then he was like, eh, <laughs> like, I don't want to. And so he just sat on the rights? So he just sat on the rights, and they were like, we've got these huge hits. He was afraid we've... they'd outsell the, the Godfather yeah, if anybody. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He saw these movies, and he was like, what am I going to do? Oh, Marone, what am I going <laughs> to do? These movies are better than the Godfather. Uh, so he... They, but they, in a panic, were like, "We need, we need to have some books on the shelf where we're, you know, leaving money on the table." Yeah. Otherwise, what about the comic books? Uh, they had those, but I think they knew, like, well, the Superman movie is going to have adult appeal too, right? And adults might not want to buy comic books, but if they see this at, you know, right. uh, a Walden Books or whatever, they might buy it. So I always find those things very interesting. So I find the Thor thing is like what, yeah, there's what like, you can use and what you can't. I think, I forget what I was listening to. I think it was probably an episode of Blank Check mm-hmm. where they're a uh, good podcast. Please um, don't mention other podcasts. Where they podcast. were talking about the Wizard Except of our, Oz. our Patreon podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, the Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. like was based on a book, but the yeah. movie like added all these yeah, visual things. Like, stuff. On purpose, they were like, we're going to add this yellow brick road because like, then that becomes our intellectual property. Right. Um, yeah. That happens a lot in movies when you see. So like I thought about this when uh, when the Sonic the Hedgehog movie controversy happened where they had the ugly Sonic and then they changed it. <laughs> yes. The controversy that everybody <laughs> will remember. <laughs> Uh, apparently, one of the reasons why they do that so often in movies is because of toy rights. Yeah. Because... Change the character design. Yeah, so yeah. now if they made the ugly Sonic, the movie Sonic, that becomes a hit. They, re- I mean, regardless of whether it's going to be a hit or not, they're going to have a bunch of merchandise. 
that merchandise is like the movie studios. They don't have to right. pay. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they have to license the name and everything, but they get more royalties. They don't have to give royalties to the character creator or as much, I guess. Uh, so that's why they uh, why they do that very often. Phew. Who knew? Uh, I knew. That's why. Yeah, I, you I told me. Told you it was about pretty it. good. It's a good explanation. <laughs> uh, other differences. Uh, in the in the movies in the MCU and and uh, in the comics too, Loki and Thor are brothers, right? But uh, Loki is not Thor's brother in the mythology. He's kind of an uncle. He's like, see, I never understood. And there's so much inbreeding ab- amongst the gods, right? Um, I, don't I feel know like I that. feel like they're like royalty in that yeah, way. There is Maybe like... I'm getting the gods mixed up with the royal family. <laughs> I mean, there is like, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of weird stuff like Zeus made himself into a swan to like rape a lady and that's Hercules, you know, that, Mm. I mean, that's Greek, but still, yeah, there's always like weird stuff like that. But apparently Loki is like a blood brother of Odin, uh, who's Thor's father. But what I didn't realize, what I thought was like a Marvel thing was that in Norse mythology, uh, Loki's uh also a frost giant, just What's like a in, frost giant, just like a a big ice guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That seems like it'd be in a mythology. It, yeah, it's like there are frost giants. You know, don't I? I think it's kind of the thing of like, don't go in that mountain. There's frost giants. Right. When like it's really like, don't go in that mountain. You'll freeze to death. But right. you know, they told a bunch of people that they didn't listen. So eventually, some elder was like, actually. The reason why we don't want you to go is because there's big ice guys up there. And then a bunch of people were like... explaining this sounds a lot like uh, the classic film, The Invention of Lying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tim, you know I I do love that movie. (laughs) I thought you were going to say it sounds like Dan Brown. Maybe I can be the... Damned Brown? I can be the Dan Brown of Norse mythology. I'm going to be the damn Daniel of (laughs) Norse mythology. (laughs) Tim, ever, ever since... Damn Daniel came out. You've been trying to be the new damn Daniel. Um, it's going to work. I, you're wearing good, white shoes know, right now. I know. He's a good role model. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's a good role model. Um, Thor is a, in uh, Norse mythology. Is also the god of tides and weather. And uh, I don't know if he's like the god of oak trees, but he has like oak a lot tree. to do with trees. Oh, too. That's cool. Yeah. Not in the movie, though, huh? Uh, on the comics. No, I mean, in the movie, I mean, I guess weather, it's like lightning and thunder are weather and you yeah. can like summon that. Yeah, that's cool. So I guess if you can summon that, if you could also make it go away, then you're 90% of the way there with controlling all weather. Yeah. You can make it cloudy. You can make it sunny. You can't make it snow in the movies. I mean, I haven't seen the new movie. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm yeah. spoiling this is, this where we're Yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're at a disadvantage here. <laughs> How do you feel about this with the movies, Tom? Mm-hmm. I think uh, people um, take issue. Comics fans are taking issue with the movies now. Uh-huh. Where it's like, hey, Thor isn't supposed to be as jokey as he's become. He's become just like a wry one-liner machine. Yeah. Um, and a goofball, a freaking goofball. So here's a, that's another thing that I was surprised uh, is actually like fairly accurate to Norse mythology mm. that he's a fun loving drunk idiot 
the one of the differences, and they kind of allude to this actually in the movies that like this happened a lot in the past, that like Loki has to get out of binds all the time. Loki does. Yeah. So like that basically Thor's like the drunk guy at the bar picking fights. Uh, and Loki's all like, hey, 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 all right. right, everybody. But then he uses like magic and stuff. And right. he's like, it's oh, like when me and you there. go out to the bar. <laughs> yeah, and you use some sleight of hand yeah. to get me out of uh, <laughs> tight jams. You've taken a swing at uh, somebody. Ogling <laughs> <laughs> their girlfriend. Like, Tim, do some sleight of hand. <laughs> when he turns around, I'm going to punch him in the back of the head. <laughs> it's a good double team act we got. <laughs> um. So I think that that's fine. I mean, I I like that they changed Thor because like Thor, the first Thor movie was very weird in retrospect. Bad. Not I totally watched it, Tom, bad. it was bad. The second one's bad. Yeah. Um in the same way that the first one's bad. Yeah. Boring. But, but the first one has some humor in it. Right. Like it has some fish out of water humor, yeah. like when he first comes to like Earth. a Mr. Baseball style. Like a Mr. Baseball <laughs> style. The Thor movies uh are kind of like an alternate universe of what if they kept making Mr. Baseball movies? <laughs> <laughs> Man, the MBU would be awesome. I mean, they could do a new Mr. Baseball. You have Tom Selleck. He's the new commissioner of the Japanese Baseball yeah. League. Or he's a coach. He's a manager. Yeah. And then you get some new hot star. Chris Hemsworth, maybe. Chris Hemsworth. He comes over. He's the new, you know, maybe he got canceled uh, for some tweet. And he needs to, you know, he gets thrown out of Major League Baseball. He's got to go to Japan. Beds some lady on the first night. <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe the Japanese wouldn't have as much of a problem with that because they'd be like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, look at him. They weren't saying that about freaking Tom Selleck, Tom? I don't know how they feel about mustaches over there. Oh, that's true. Now, in the new Mr. Baseball, would Chris Hemsworth have a mustache? I think he would. Have, I think they would want. There might be like a nod to it. And yeah, like, and you know, when he's in America, off. they're just like. Uh, go to Japan and blah, blah, and then uh, his manager would be like, "And by the way, you might want to lose the mustache." Yeah, and then he, you know, <laughs> they kind of did that. I haven't seen it, but that un- Uncharted movie, it seems like there was some dumb joke about that because they had Mark Wahlberg playing a character with a mustache, and it's like I guess one scene he has a mustache, and somebody's like, "That mustache doesn't work." Mm. So then Sony can be like, "Look, we put it in. You can't be mad." <laughs> Um, but I, I like the, uh, the more jokey tone just because, I mean, I do cause those movies are boring, but, um, yeah, uh, from what I hear, that's not true to the character in the comic books. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll note that I've never even <laughs> seen like the cover of a Thor comic book. Um, I read a little bit of, I forget what the name of the arc is, but, uh, the arc. The arc that uh, this movie apparently pulls from a lot uh, with like Gore, the God Butcherer and uh, uh, he was. Yeah, he wasn't too jokey in it, but he he was like a little jokey. Hmm. I do think like I am worried about this movie that Taika Waititi, who I like, I like his work a lot. That he might be getting like kind of a little too full of himself. And I mean, this is this is uh, speculation. Speculation, but that like 
he has success with improvisation. I'm worried he's going to go the, uh, uh, what's the guy that did the Ghostbusters, uh, the Lady Ghostbusters movie, Paul Feig? Yeah. Like the Paul Feig route of like, well, why do I need any script at all? Let's uh, just improv the whole thing. Right. And like Paul Feig started doing that and it's like, ah, now it's like two where it's like, oh, we're just gonna have a five minute scene of two people improving like insults at each yeah. other. And this is boring. Yeah. Like improvisation's great uh, to invite that in the process or whatever. But like, and, and like Chris Hemsworth, I think is like a naturally funny guy, but he's I handsome. That's for sure. How old is he? Uh, I think he's around 40, I'd imagine. Hmm. But, uh, I don't know if I, I feel like he's, good a good improviser in that he could like come to a director and be like hey i was thinking my character could say something like this and it'd be like okay do that but not necessarily the curb your enthusiasm of like right. we're just gonna run the I camera do you think that's how they do it they can't do that for uh marvel movies sure they can why not because there's all this cg yeah it, i think that's exactly why they can because it's like Look, uh, a team of a thousand people are working 20 hours a day, making 90% of this movie. Uh, do whatever you want. You guys can just time. just yeah. make sure you're wearing these pajamas with the tracking dots right. <laughs> and you can be saying whatever you want. It doesn't really matter. We're just going to graft all this on afterwards. So you're seeing this film opening night. Yes. No, it, I think it technically opened last night. Right. Because oh, I already had to avoid like videos on youtube that were like what the ending of thor means do you think this is um conducive like fandom tom mm -hmm. i think the mcu is kind of built on it right yeah um fan service and mm. uh you know uh making people feel smart for recognizing things <laughs> that they like right um do you think it yeah it's it's becoming an albatross though do you think uh, f fandom is now trying to become uh, too prescriptive and dictate what they need to see? And if they don't see what they want to see, they'll turn on you real quick? Uh, I do think so with the Marvel stuff, because it seems like no matter what, like everything new that comes out, people are either mad I think it's just that it's so popular that no matter what you do, you're going to have a large group of people that are unhappy. So there are people simultaneously, it seems with everything they're unhappy. If it's too connected to everything mm -hmm, else where mm -hmm. it's like, well, I, if I haven't seen any, if I haven't seen every other thing, Dr. Strange, perfect example where it's like, if I haven't seen WandaVision, this movie makes no sense. Right. But then other people, you know, they put out uh moon Knight, and that really had like no connections to anything. And that was other people's complaint. Like yeah. this isn't, really an mcu thing should it's not just, connected to anything should people just not should nobody I just, are we giving too much uh attention to people to normal people's crappy opinions um i mean we probably are i don't yeah. think i don't think disney is i think disney's yeah. like finding how to thread the needle yeah. and make as much money as possible yeah well, and I think they probably kind of go back. I'm at the end of the day, we're all rooting for Disney to make money, right? They're the scrappy underdog that you can't help but love. Uh, 
Uh, you think Mickey Mouse is going to go to the public domain? It's supposed to happen next year, two yeah, years from so. now. We'll it's like Steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Uh, I the hope best so. Mickey Mouse, in my opinion. <laughs> I hope so, Tim. Then we can finally get our Mickey Mouse versus Thor project oh, off the ground. Boy. <laughs> who will win? Uh, no matter who wins, we all lose. No, in that case, we all win. No, it'd be an earth shattering. Tim, there's going to be destruction everywhere. You don't know the kind Willie? of powers Mickey, Mickey Mouse has. I don't know. I don't know what kind of character Mickey Mouse is. He's just he a guy that goes Fantasia like, Fantasia, and he was the Sorcerer's Apprentice, and that was a long time ago. So by now, he's not an apprentice he's probably anymore. A you could sorcerer, take, yeah. You could take on Doctor Strange himself. Or did the Sorcerer, the Sorcerer, like, uh, killed him at the end of that? I think so. Right? He's yeah. like, why'd you make all these <laughs> brooms? Yeah, he uh, beat him to death with a, yeah, with one a of living the brooms. broom. Yeah. yeah. Sick, real sick ending. Glad that's not going in the public domain. <sighs> what else you got to say about Thor? Uh, I think that's it. You want to mm-hmm. solve a problem? Yeah, sure. Welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're going to solve your problems. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, email us at thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com. Tom? Yeah. Pick a name. This person would like to remain anonymous. Terrence. Terrence. Hi, Tim and Tom. I have a coworker that is very bad at his job. Okay. Yeah, I know what that's like. Well, because you're bad at your job? No, Tim, I don't, I'm not my own co-worker. You don't even have co-workers. You. Oh, me? Yeah, that's the joke. Oh, well, that's a mean joke. He's been, uh, I have a co-worker who's very- <laughs> I've written into hundreds of other podcasts <laughs> about it. Terrence says, I have a co-worker who's very bad at his job. He's been around for nearly a year and just hasn't caught on. Okay. Which is fine, not everyone is good at every job, but it's been truly frustrating. <laughs> but this is his job. <laughs> <laughs> it's been truly frustrating to try to work with him, and it honestly doesn't feel like he's even really trying that hard. And okay. that's a big problem. He quit today. Oh, great. Problem which, solved. Which honestly saved him from getting fired in a couple weeks, and he asked me to write him a letter of recommendation. However, I've really had no good interactions with him regarding his work. How can I write a letter of recommendation when I truly wouldn't recommend him? I do want to be able to help if I can. Thanks, Terrence. Hmm. So he wouldn't recommend this guy, but he would like to help him. I think so. I think as with anything, you never want anybody to like be unemployed. Yeah, You want everybody, if they want and need to be, to be gainfully employed, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and not everyone is good at every job, but this 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 goof might be good at another job. Yeah, it's kind of tough uh, not knowing what he was bad at and if it's like... Uh... Work, Tom, his job. <laughs> but But if he would be bad at a different job. Right. If it's like he's not good at this job because he needs to be able to lift 50 pounds and he can't do that. Right. But if there was a job where you only had to be able to lift 10 pounds, he'd be great at that. Terrence does write, 
I've Is really, he just written it again? No, no. I've really had no good interactions with him regarding his work. Okay. Maybe this guy's like a ray of dang sunshine and uh-huh. like uh you know, knows a lot about or is friendly or something. Yeah. You can accentuate uh those I was aspects, gonna say, right? like you can write somebody a letter of recommendation, I think, where you just talk about the things that you do like in this person. And I think you can like pr- probably pretty successfully avoid uh yeah, mentioning his work if you're just like Hey, this guy, what a great guy. He's a nice guy. I don't think... I think that does more damage, though. Um, well, but... That's the thing. That's I think not up to this guy. This person, Terrence, yeah. should just be like, um, oh, yeah, I'll write that for you. Yeah. And then, like, stop answering his emails. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm saying he should say, I'll write that for you. And then write, like, an honest letter. Don't take too much time on it. Right. And then kind of make it up to that guy like hey this letter doesn't actually say you're like good at this type of job and maybe a smart hiring manager will read between the lines and see that but it's it's up to this guy whether or not he wants to use this letter also a letter of like does this guy already have a job lined up uh i mean sometimes people ask for letters of recommendation before yeah like like during the hiring process so that then they can right uh offer that i'm like trying to like i can't think of any time i've ever had to write a letter of recommendation for somebody where a i haven't phoned it in <laughs> like where i haven't just been like this person it would be an asset to your company um just or where i've ever been like called out on it yeah like, I can't I would remember say, ever writing a letter of recommendation for somebody where I haven't Googled letter of recommendation yeah. and just changed <laughs> a couple of words. Yeah. Yeah, because... Just do that. Who cares? Who cares about his next employer? Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, uh, the big the big question here is if, if Terrence has, like, a reputation he needs to, like, yeah. watch. But, like, if that's not really that big of a deal for you, and honestly, I don't know if, like, unless you're, like, really going to bat for somebody, if anyone really puts too much weight in a letter of recommendation, one way or another, that if you gave this guy a half-decent letter of recommendation and then he goes to his next job and he sucks, I mean, it sounds like he's also probably going to, like, suck for a year (laughs) before... (laughs) Before he's eventually fired or quits, it's I doubt that then they're going to be like, let's go back and see who wrote that letter of yeah. recommendation and make sure we never hire them either. Yeah. Yeah, just do the bare minimum. That's my advice for everything. Yeah, that's the best way to live life. Just yeah. do the bare minimum uh, and avoid any potential of uh, like a conflict or a confrontation. Yeah, don't take a stand either way, really. Don't say to this guy, like, you know what? Honestly, I don't know if I could recommend your work. Uh, I wasn't that impressed by it. Just, who knows? This guy might turn around and stab you with a <laughs> screwdriver or something. Yeah, exactly. So write the bare minimum to make sure you don't get stabbed by a nutcase. <laughs> and then move on with your life. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com. If you like the show, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide to get episodes of Books the Podcast. We just finished up 2001. 
But this week it's Tim and Tom. What what is this called? Tim and Tom's silly streams. Because <laughs> oh, we yeah. didn't go to the movies. Stream dreamers. Uh, stream dreams. Stream dreams with Tim and Tom. Yeah, sure. We watched uh, Man vs. Bee, starring Mr. Beans himself, Rowan Atkinson. You, got you that can wrong. you can see you can listen to that and much more. patreoncom slash guide. Go to tcgte.com for a bunch of other stuff, our social links. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. Hey, go to tcgte.com if you live in London. We've uh, just announced uh, we're coming back to the London Podcast Festival. Oh, yeah. And you can buy tickets there. September. September. Listen to the promo. Middle of September. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tickets at tcgte.com slash live. Uh, so check that out. And we're going to have a uh, live stream tickets up there soon, oh, yeah. I think. So uh, if you're not in London, you'll still be able to watch uh, these shows. Two September nights. 16th and 17th. Look at that. Mark it in your calendar. Even better. Go your buy diary, a ticket. They say over there. Mark it in your schedule. Schedule. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Tim, uh, I, I'm sure you're, well, you have a baby. You're not going to see any movies. No. But uh, are, will you watch Thor Love and Thunder when it comes on Disney Plus? I don't think so. No? I watched all of the, as you know, MCU phase movies. one, two, two three, three. Mm-hmm. through Endgame, um, saved for that Incredible Hulk movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought those Tim, were the fine. Movie, it, it was just all right. I wouldn't say it's incredible. <laughs> um, but uh, freaking uh, everyone that I've tried to watch since has just been uh, annoying. Yeah, they really haven't uh, had too many. I think I'm just done with then. the with the vibe. Yeah, I, I think they might need a little bit of a, a retooling, a little bit of a shaking out of like. They're just making so much now with the Disney Plus stuff, too, that I, I think they've got to they're throwing a lot at the wall and yeah. they've maybe got to kind of step back and reevaluate like, all right, how do we actually do this? I'm not even saying necessarily they have to produce less, but I think they've got to figure out a way to make the new things uh, accessible to audiences, but not like required watching. Yeah. I'm just hoping it'll all fizzle out at some point. Like I haven't, the new Ms. Marvel show, mm-hmm. I've only watched the first episode and like, apparently it's, it's apparently it's good, but not doing well. Right. And who uh, cares if it's doing well? Well, but the thing is, well, people are saying it's, uh, you know, racist. So it's not oh. doing it because it's a Muslim hero. Oh. And I'm sure, unfortunately that is part of it. I think honestly, a lot of it is like the two things before were Doctor Strange and Moon Knight, and neither were very good. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are like me right now, of like I'll wait till the episodes air and and I'll yeah read if it's worth uh, sinking another six hours or whatever into before I uh, you know just blindly start watching it again. Uh, and I think that's probably the what they're gonna what they've been able to do with Disney plus so far, but what they're going to run into of like, eh, actually MCU fans aren't necessarily going to watch everything. <laughs> if they've been burned like six times in a row, uh, eh, we'll see. it takes a while, yeah. but eventually people are going to get burned yeah. and, and wait to hear if something's worth watching. It's like, I wouldn't have watched moon Knight in retrospect. Like if, if I had waited and then read about it, I've been like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. I get to skip that one. Well, 
a lot of people aren't committed to doing the deep research that you're willing to do. I know. Tom. That's what makes me such an incredible man. Incredible Hulk. We'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>